Alright folks, it's another episode of America's Hometown Horror that is brought to you yet again by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? Yeah. Well, with HelloFresh you get pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, most of all. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table within 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts for all you health nuts out there to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Go to the link in our show notes. That would be uh, wherever you listen to our show, America's Hometown Horror. Go down into the show notes, click the link to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Kat, we've used HelloFresh before, right? Yeah, I actually really liked HelloFresh. It was cool. Yeah. I use HelloFresh all the time. You know what takes longer than 30 minutes to do? If you're like me and you're just making one meal every day and you don't that know what you want. For you, yeah. you just want to go out, you want to make a meal, but you go to the grocery store. You're there for at least 30 minutes, even if it's to pick up six items because Market Basket is fucked. There's like 8,000 people. Market is. Basket. Yeah. Why not just have it delivered to your doorstep and you don't have to play by their rules and use the, the note cards and the the recipes. Yeah, it probably tastes good if I you do. But you can cards. play your own like your own little game. You make your own food. You get the di- you get everything you need. Make it your way. Yeah. Hmm. It's like McDonald's but at home. Right. Make it your way. Have it your way. I also really like when they do like the single serving like sriracha mm. or some sort of They're hot cute. sauce. It's kind of cool. Pack- the packaging is awesome. It's yeah. perfect cuz yeah. you don't want to buy an $8 bottle of that yeah. and you just need it like once in a while. Right. True. It's fantastic. Excellent. All right. Well, hello fresh Sponsor of America's Hometown Horror, and away we go. <laughs> what is up? Yo, what's up, Shred Lords? Deep in the Rue, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of our show, and as always, as I say every time, I am not alone in this endeavor into our horror podcast world. I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, Catherine and Andrew. You two, what the fuck is up? What's going on? I'm feeling esteemed. I have a question. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not for me personally, it's for a friend of mine. What does deep in the room mean? So, uh, from what I've been told through the same friend, is that there is a uh, TikToker <laughs> named Stony McBlaze, who every uh, TikTok that he does, he starts out by saying, Sup Shred Lords, deep in the root. Meaning, Sup Shred Lords, I'm fucking high, pretty much. And he's high in every TikTok oh, okay. that he does. So that's I, what's up. I actually wasn't asking for a friend. I was asking for myself, and now I feel less ashamed at not knowing what that <laughs> no, means. No, that's okay. Fair enough. I feel perfectly fine. I actually feel better about myself not having ever known. I, I feel like I'm dumber for knowing that. That's fine. <laughs> One of my good friends has TikTok and sends me these videos all the time, and I love it. As it's soon as no you good. said TikTok, I went, yeah. Yeah. But there are some funny TikTok. Videos, fair enough. Yeah, but fair I enough. thought you meant like deep in the roux, like if you're making a roux with butter and flour. No, no, like not French like a roux. Like like we were talking about Hello Fresh earlier, and I was like, roux, I love roux. Every good sauce starts with a roux. Well, anyway, fair to say I that Andrew digress. is doing good. Andrew's doing good. I'm doing great. Firing on all I cylinders am deep as in the usual. fucking who? Catherine, <laughs> <laughs> what's up with you? Not much. How you doing? Same, you know, same shit, different day. What's new? <laughs> what's new? Nothing. So, no, not really. I mean, okay. that's boring. Yeah. Sorry. Like, work, you know. We just, didn't play Scrabble like, last night? We did play Scrabble last night. That was really fun. Talk to me about your Scrabble escapades last night. I won. Twice. Two times. Almost, though. Out of two. You almost, okay. Doesn't matter. We don't need to bring up. We don't need to get into the uh, the, uh, minutiae of uh, our Scrabble game. I I care because I asked. Well, I won. Okay. Twice. Well, both mm-hmm. times. First time. Do you have any rebuttal for that? Anything to say? Anything you want to say? Okay, to be fair. To be fair. Craig helped me see something on the board that gave me a lot of points. However, I still lost. But I also helped out Andrew see something that he didn't... It was a, it was a, a word. Was, I gave you a word. The only reason you helped me was because... I had expressed my disdain throughout the match. Yes, you were just And how upset I was at Craig for being such an idiot. (laughs) And just giving Kat help. And he's like, 
I thought she knew that. Well, clearly she didn't, and it was nothing to do with any words. I'm not. I'm not besmirching her knowledge of vocabulary. I didn't see it. It was just basic. It's the reason why Mike doesn't play Scrabble because he doesn't see these moves that are there. It's like chess. You're playing the board. You're not playing the You're word. For points. The word doesn't not matter. Not necessarily. The points right. matter. Where the you put matter. it. What you do. That's why it's so much fun. And I think, Mike, when you finally realize that that's how it's played, mm-hmm. you will enjoy it more than most games because it's a game of strategy. You can win a game and not put more than four letters out at a time. You can. Right. You can have the most basic vocabulary and be an absolute idiot like me <laughs> and win. So. Yeah. Uh, Andrew is a very well, avid to be fair, player. I don't think you're an idiot. I think you're a very intelligent person. I don't think I'm an idiot either. I know I'm an idiot. <laughs> and the fact that I beat Craig, who's well-read at Scrabble, is surprising. Cat, you're also not very well-read. So I, beating I you in Scrabble, I at the bare at the wow. bare minimum, I wow. should beat you at Scrabble. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, so, since you fine. mentioned Craig, I have fine. to thank Craig and Seth. Bring it on. <laughs> I have to thank Craig and Seth for uh, both appearing on our show last yeah. week. Uh, talking about the Baba Duke. Yes. The Baba Duke. The, the Baba Duke. The Duke. Hey, Baba Duke. But anyway, we're at the point of the show now. We talk about uh, what we've been watching. Andrew, anything good? I'll let you go first because I know I skipped over you last week and I felt bad. Well, you probably did. And it happens because there was like 12 people here screaming into a microphone. Right. <laughs> so that can be, that can happen. Yeah, it was a lot of work to uh, make everyone sound coherent. Yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of stuff. Anything of Most note? Most horror of note was last night after said Scrabble. I was like, I need to fall asleep to something. So I put on the uh, Twilight Zone movie. Oh, I love that movie. And the opening, though, the opening sketch with Dan Aykroyd. Great. It's phenomenal. Great. And you want to see I something really it, scary? I only made it, yeah. I only made it about 20 minutes into it. What is that streaming on, by the way? Uh, that was on Stars. Uh, I accidentally bought Stars for the next month because I wanted to watch Once Upon oh, a Time in Hollywood, so I got a free uh, subscription. Did you watch it? I did. Great. We talked, we about, talked about it last episode. Right. Last episode. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I didn't cancel my subscription, so now I'm stuck with Stars. At least know. for a month. For at least for a month. So I was like, I might as well get some use yeah. out of it. So I put. A, I was like, oh, Twilight Zone. It's good. That's a good get. Love that. It's a movie. good get. Love that. And movie. Uh, I forgot how racist the first episode of the the trilogy is. The one where the guys like yeah. in the bar. Do you know the story behind that segment? You know what happened? I know the je- I know the how the way the story plays out. Right, but do you know what actually happened behind the scenes with that? Oh, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about that? We absolutely should. Okay, um, let's so do it. Apparently. Apparently, uh, during the filming of that movie, that particular segment, John Landis was the director who directed An American Werewolf in London, Trading Places, Animal House, so very well-known director. Uh, Under his watch, three people were killed, including the main actor in that segment of the Twilight Zone movie during production of that movie. Wait, Wait a minute. Like actually killed, actually killed three people during the filming. So basically, when so it the, the segment is supposed to end differently than it did, specifically with the Vietnam scene. There was a scene they filmed. It was in uh, Cursed Films, which is something that we talked about. It's a Shutter exclusive. That's the final episode of that show, where basically John Landis was the director of this, and it makes him look out. It makes him look terrible. Because he basically had total disregard for safety on the set because he wanted the shot. Clearly, because three people were murdered. So there was a, basically there was a shot where there were all kinds of explosions going around. And it was filmed in Hollywood. And a helicopter that was on set started spinning out of control and decapitated the main actor in that segment. That was the last thing he's ever been in? Along with two child actors killed, killed three people That's on the set of that movie awful. dude yeah. there should be a whole documentary about that uh, like there a is. full documentary and a full documentary but um, like a whole two hours while I really enjoy that movie it's kind of it, like it kind of ruined John Landis's career and uh, when did that movie come out 83 84 maybe so that was after all the like main stuff he did 
big stuff? It was after... 83, that was it? It was after Animal House, after American Werewolf, and after Training Places, I think. Wow, that yeah. makes me want to watch that again now, with that in mind. Like, it's like a fucked up thing. So they basically like very they, they, re, they recut that first segment with the way that it ends, with him in a... Uh, in a in a like a, a truck going off to a concentration camp in Nazi Germany it was basically he was supposed to be much more heroic in that role wow like saving uh, kids from Vietnam and he died on set so it was like a good you thing never knew that I never even heard of that wow that's I, awesome good yeah. to see good uh, good glad, we brought, I, glad I brought it up I don't know that it's awesome no but, but it's, it's an uh, awesome piece of uh, information information sure <laughs> Not, yeah. it's awesome I mean I don't know the guy so doesn't really matter but awesome in the fact it just goes to show you that sometimes people that are directors and people making movies can go too far and i would recommend for further viewing if you have shutter yeah but watch cursed films the last episode is about twilight zone and about john land helicopter crashed how's that his fault who's flying that helicopter that's that person they told him not to do the stunt and he did it anyway. And he killed his lead actor and two child actors. Oh, they told actors. John Lee. So it was a two, stunt that he did. Two like, child actors that were doing? working illegally after hours. Well, obviously it was 1983. Yeah. But what was the stunt? It was basically him running away from the crashing helicopter or some oh, sort so of explosion. Oh, so he wanted to actually crash a helicopter and make it look like it in the Something explosion. like that. And like so the helicopter Vic, Vic, actually crashed. Jeez, so Vic Morrow, the main actor in that segment, he was... His head was cut off. He was decapitated so by was a helicopter. It, it was blade. probably flying really low to make it look like it crashed, and then it didn't, but it... Correct. Wow. Correct. So, yeah, fucked up shit. But anyway, what else? Um, I've also go? been watching a little sketch comedy on uh, Netflix called I Think You Should Leave, <laughs> and uh, I think you should watch that show. We watched so much that I don't watch. care what, what your uh, type of comedy is... This has a little bit of it all. Just give it more than... It, they're like very short segments. It's like 16 minutes for each episode. Like five, four or five different segments in each one because it's a sketch comedy. So like uh, Saturday Night Live. It is short. Except for Actually yep. Better. Yep. And uh, they actually uh, do stuff and it's funny. Except for Actually Better. Yep. I hear you. It is actually better. No, I think SNL is better than that. No way. Oh, SNL way, is way. fucking terrible. SNL hasn't been good in 20 years. Terrible. Yeah. Not just because it's woke, because it's terrible. Like one it's, out of every five, like segments was good. Uh, you were laughing the entire time. Not the whole time. You laughed during every segment that and you Jeopardy didn't want to like it because really then funny. at the end you were like, this is such an Andrew show. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? That I like funny stuff? Like, oh, thank well, you. Yeah. Is that the joke? It was is, there, is that the joke? Is there two meatballs falling out of my pants because I ripped a hole <laughs> oh in my, my scrotum? <laughs> no, that's not the joke. That's not the joke. So but was, it's a good show. Good, you like it. There was some really But this is a horror podcast. It was funny. Watch it. I don't need to get into details. It's Better than this most things weird. that you watch. This is anyway, weird stuff Kat, what have you been watching? Anything spooky? Weird. I don't think so. We've Kat. been busy. I yeah, mean, we I haven't had busy. time to like watch much. So I have a few things that I want to talk about. Uh, Andrew, you've been chirping at this altar for quite a long Chirp. time, and Chirp. I am so happy I finally started watching it. The Sons of Sam oh, documentary on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Holy shit, is it good? I forgot oh, I was chirping God. about that because that was yeah. like a year ago. Uh, came out in yeah, April months. or May. Came out <laughs> in months. April or May, so it's a few yeah, months old. Few months. And I finally got around to watching it, and I'm now about halfway through it, right about to be on the, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't heard it yet, or watched it yet, right about to be at the Manson stuff, which is like, oh my god, I'm so intrigued. I'm so intrigued. This is so good. So good. Netflix hits home runs on their true crime shit every fucking time. They go yeah, out they, they're like 50, 50% of their documentaries. 50% of the documentaries are crap. Like, there's a, there's a, like, Making a Murderer, that was great and all, but that was such a fucking agenda driven mm. documentary. Like, these types of documentaries, while they are all agenda driven, right. at least sticks to a lot of the facts, I guess. But I mean, it kind of doesn't. It gets a little fucking out there. Well, you, you have to remember every weird. documentary is skewed to some point obviously. of view, right? And obviously, like, they have in this documentary, Paul Giamatti is the narrator. Representing Which the I guy. found was very yeah. interesting. It was interesting. Uh, it was very. It was. It was cool. I, I like it so far. But I'm. I'm very interested to see the end of it, and I think it's awesome. So um, glad you like it. In addition to that, I've been watching a lot of Netflix stuff over the last couple of nights. Um, finally finished season two of Love, Death, and Robots. That show's awesome. Is that like the cartoon one? It is the animated cartoon one. Yes, animated. 
Uh, directed by David Fincher, which oh, is I didn't a know that. Uh, very good thing. The whole yep. thing? Uh, all two seasons? I, I think some of it. I don't know about all of it. But I've also been watching a show on Netflix called Haunted, which is about uh, people that have experienced ghosts and that sort of thing. It's a weird setup, but it's uh, very well done. I like it. I like it. So I would recommend all of those shows to people. Surprised that the name of that show is called Haunted. Hmm. That seems like a box that? name. <laughs> I've watched it. I don't think you ever watched it with me. It's not the one where they're like going to that haunted house, right? No, no. So it's it's a it's that's a show haunted, about people right? that have okay. been actually haunted by supposedly real life stuff. But you know that's up for debate. Okay. Oh, I did also watch Ghost Breakers recently. Not just kidding. Ghost Breakers. Did you you um you ever watch uh, that show we were talking about um the movies that made us? Yes. And the one on Ghostbusters. Yeah, I watched where the they had to season, like yep. record parts of the sh- like the movie like double. Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and Ghost Breakers because they didn't know if they were going to have yeah. the name Ghostbusters. I remember that. Yep. I was like, that's wild. That was in season one, so I remember that. But uh, but yeah. So anyway. Hey, so uh, as of this episode being recorded, or I should say as of this episode being published, Don't Breathe 2 will be out tomorrow, which I think we're all going to go see. Right? Yeah. We decided on that I earlier so. tonight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. I mean, the first movie's awesome. This movie, I haven't heard anything about it. Negative or positive, I like which the, I kind of like. I yeah. like. The, yeah. I like the not knowing. I'd rather walk into a movie having no knowledge about it because I feel like, to some aspect, regardless of how you feel, you are skewed based off of what you've heard of the movie. Well, we've seen the trailer. No, I know, but we haven't heard any like discussion or like right. this movie's good, this movie's bad. Like, I feel like if you walk into a movie fresh, I'd be, I'd be a lot more interested to hear, like, if they did a rating system for movies with people not knowing what other people thought about the movie. I think a lot of movies would have a better rating right. than they do, and a lot of movies would probably have a worse rating because people just go, oh, well, everyone likes this movie. i got to like it. Right. Yeah. I liked the first one. I'd rather not know anything and just watch it and be like, did I like this? First I did. Awesome. I did like it. I did. Yeah. It was good. Did you, you like oh, the first one's yeah. awesome. The well, turkey baster scene? Gross. Oh my yeah, God. gross. Also <laughs> gross. Uh, so maybe Don't Breathe 2 might be our next yeah. episode if we go see it. We'll see. I don't know. We don't know yet. We'll see. We go from Tentative. week to week here, folks. So we're uh, doing everything fluid. So we'll see what happens. But also, the uh, biggest thing that came out kind of over the last week was the uh, new trailer for a show called Midnight Mass, which is going to be on Netflix, and it's the new Mike Flanagan show, who did uh, Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, also Doctor Sleep. So it's this guy we're talking about. And the trailer looks pretty cool. doesn't really give off a lot. It's about a minute and a half long. looks pretty cool. But that uh, is also out, so I'd recommend if... Uh, you haven't seen that yet i would recommend checking it out have you i did i did check it out good looks pretty cool so um oh the trailer the show isn't out yet. yeah the show's not out yet Never mind. the trailer's out the trailer's Ignore out me. it looks pretty good looks pretty good so uh with that being said anything else anyone wants to talk about in terms of watch lists because i have no news before we jump into tonight's topic well i mean we did something over the weekend with uh, a couple of fun groups of people that we... Yes, of course. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. Why don't you start out with that? So, Anthony from the Spooky World documentary... Tony, yep. We, uh... Hey, Tony! Tony. Hey, Tony! We hey, met Tony. up with him at America's hometown while he was in town this weekend. We certainly did. And, and we had ourselves a, a day. Hell of a time. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a blast. And, uh... It was really great to finally meet him in person after, uh, you know, working with him on the podcast for a number of things and uh, had a bunch of drinks, had a good time down in America's hometown, which I would say if you are uh, if you are a listener of this show and you have not been to Plymouth yet, obviously the name of our show is America's Hometown Horror Podcast and America's Hometown is Plymouth, Massachusetts. So I would suggest you come down and visit. Uh, if you are thinking of visiting, I can give you several suggestions on places that you should go. Uh, just like we did this past Sunday with Tony from the Spooky World documentary. We had an absolute blast. Awesome, awesome, awesome. One is a live tour of the America's Hometown Horror <laughs> Podcast Studio. Never mind, I didn't invite anybody here. I mean, hey, if you you're DM us or email us and you're asking for one, I will give you a tour of America's Hometown from our perspective. So. But you better bring some beer. That's correct. Bring some beer, bring some alcohol, bring some. All right, so with no news, that means that we are on to our topic of the night. Kat, how do you feel about no news? You feeling good? I am. Excellent. I feel like no news... Is the is worst good, news. Is the worst news. I love yeah. no news. Because without news, 
How do I know? I understand. I mean, I know. I didn't really I see. Any, so basically, so thanks for nothing, Mike. The day that we kidding. record every episode, what I do is I go and I peruse Bloody Disgusting and also Dread Central, which are the two biggest horror sites on Earth, and I look to see if there's anything that I think that would be worth us talking about. Uh, since the last week that we recorded. So basically, what I, I looked at a bunch of stuff. I didn't really see anything that was of note. The only thing that I will say, um, Catherine, on October 10th, we might be able to go see somewhere Scream, the original Scream, in theaters. Cool. Which I kind of wanted to surprise you with, but I think it would be a big thing to tell you right now. Nice. So we might be able to go see Scream in theaters on October 10th, uh, leading up to re- the release of the new Scream movie. Scream that's 37? Coming out, uh, no, Scream 5, oh. uh, or as it's called, Scream, because that's what the new thing is, is to just... Uh, Rename it, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, name name your movie <laughs> it should the be same called thing as the original one. Screm to Screm. Screm to Screm. I like that, actually. I'd like Screm to Screm. I'd, I'd appreciate I'd that. I'd watch that. Be that's like, exciting. It's about food, or what that's is very it? So we, we might be able to go see yeah. Scream in theaters in October, on October 10th. Okay. It's uh, for one night only, apparently, cool. so that was the only thing I saw. But I didn't even write it down. That's just from my memory. All right, <laughs> so that means that we are on to our topic du jour. Do you guys know what that means? It's our... Soup. Topic of the day. Does that sound good Sounds great. to each of you? Okay, fair enough. So what we're going to do tonight, which is something we have not done in a while. The last time we did this, we were joined by Craig. So handsome in the face, so hot of the bed, so strong a voice. And we did a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror draft. And tonight we are going to do a fantasy draft of the final girls of horror. My pick. Because everybody loves Cat's when pick. we just Girl's cash night. it in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think honestly, like, these I think are these are some, some of our like, yeah, I better think ones. So. You guys put in a lot hey, of work. Yeah. Like, I just show up it's, and yell. It's, um, so. I think honestly, like doing something like this, it's not just watching a movie and reporting on it. It's something that anybody can really do. So we're doing something a little bit different tonight. We have to do a little bit of research on a bunch of movies. I also movies. think anybody can watch a movie and talk about it afterwards. So, Cat. Right. <laughs> Talk to me about why this topic is important to you. Well, I mean, I... She's a woman. I mean, she's a woman. <laughs> oh. We allowed Besides to say the obvious... I thought that was the reason. ...of having a saying. girls' night on the podcast <laughs> for once. Woohoo! No, I, I always liked... I feel like we have a girls' night on the podcast quite frequently. Maybe. I don't feel like we do it... Uh, I feel like we do it quite a bit. I don't think you're... Uh, what do you mean? ...portraying that accurately. I think we, I think we do we your topics quite on. frequently. We're, we're essentially a democracy here. We do a lot of your topics. No, I'm just... No, I mean, like... If anything, I should complain. My girls, movie is like shoved to the back. After Andrew did like have a movie <laughs> episode that was uh, shoved to the side. By yes. you. Okay. So, <laughs> well, say what you may. That movie sucked. But awful. may what you say is you're the worst. Maybe it'll come out someday. All right, go yes. ahead. So, Sorry. I always liked, you know, um, the reference from Scream, where, uh, what's his face? I forget his name. Talks about the rules, and it's like you won't make it to the final. Jamie group. Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Sorry, yep. thank you. And he has the rules. He's like, you can't have sex, you can't drink or do drugs, and you can never say you're gonna be right back because you're not gonna. Dude, be you're right not back. gonna be right. Back. <laughs> yep, exactly. And that's yep. like, there's the, you know, that's the how you get to be the final girl. And I thought, that, I always thought that that was cool. So Scream's like one of my favorite movies. So. Um, Safe to say we might know who you're going to be picking for maybe your first pick, depending (laughs) on what pick you get. Yes. So. So, yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I want to do something different tonight, too. So, we haven't done a draft in, like, a year. So, (laughs) if you're a listener of this show, I'm assuming you're a horror fan. But if you're listening to this for the first time, you may be asking yourself, just what is a quote-unquote final girl? And I offer you this. A final girl is a trope in horror films, particularly slasher films, that refers to the last girl or woman left alive to confront the killer and often the one whose eyes the story is told through. The term was coined by a woman named Carol J. Clover in her 1987 essay titled Her Body, Himself, Gender in Slasher Films. Clover in this article, suggested that in these films, the viewer began by sharing the perspective of the killer, but experienced a shift in identification to the final girl 
partway through the film. More often than not, the final girl is the sole survivor of the group of people and gets into the, fi uh, the, the film's final confrontation, where she either kills him, kills herself, or is saved by somebody else. Clover also wrote that the quote-unquote final girl often has this privilege because of her implied moral superiority, which by that I mean refusing to have sex, do drugs, or other such behaviors, unlike her friends. The final girl trope has evolved throughout the years. Obviously, we're in 2021 now. This trope started arguably in the 70s. Okay, so we're now in 2021. This is about 50 years ago. Uh, they evolved from being damsels in distress, often being saved by a strong male, such as a police officer or a heroic stranger, me, to more modern final girls that are more likely to survive due to their own abilities. And to that, I say, bravo. I feel like bravo. most of them, if you, if you really look at it, though, it's mostly due to them, like, when it actually happens in these movies. Like, I feel like they try to portray it as, like, something else, but <clears throat> they're really a strong... It's a strong woman From getting the themselves through it. There's yeah. nothing helping them. No. <clears throat> so they may ex they yeah. may explain it away as, like, that, but it's not. The the big ones, they didn't need any help. No. I, I, I don't know what you guys have picked for uh, your potential draft but options here. do we have... Some of mine are a little bit more modern, and I think the strength of those movies that I will talk about if I get the if I'm lucky enough to pick them, that's the strength of the movie is the fact that it's a little bit different. So I don't know. You will. I'm that's going. All I'll say. I'm going basic. That's all I'll say. So with that being said, so we've done a couple drafts on this show. Uh, last one we did, as I mentioned before, was the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror draft. Before that, we've done a uh, movie monster draft. A movie killer draft, mm -hmm. and Simpsons I think Treehouse of Horror. I mentioned that before. Oh, uh, monster and killer, and then we monster killer. About, I think we like, did something the 80s, else. Nineties cartoons. Yeah, I mean those weren't necessarily draft. drafts though, but this is actually a draft. So we're gonna pick something here. We're gonna pick three each. Okay, that's the rules. We're gonna pick three each. We're gonna pick a randomized order, which yeah. I will go through in uh, one second. I'll tell you what the picks are, and then we'll go from there, and we'll talk about our favorite. Final girls in horror movies. That all sound good Sounds to you guys. Like a blast. Okay. I'm excited. So let's, let's pick. Here we go. Who goes first? And here comes the pick. Hold on. <laughs> pick is Mike, Andrew, then Cat. Oh no! <laughs> all right. Do you want me to? I mean, I no. Can... Go ahead. That's the pick. That's the pick. That's all right. Fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'll, I, I mean, I'm gonna go one overall here. That's I okay, mean, I feel like uh, at 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 two overall, Andrew has some options. At three overall, you have some options as well. I'm gonna go off the board here, okay? Because I'm gonna leave this open for somebody board? else. The draft board, like we're entering into fantasy football season, okay. so this is kind of similar that's, to like well, what we do here, right? That's so kind of what I'm gonna I go off the board. I'm gonna go off the board. Draft. So it's, it's it's actually not off the board. This is probably gonna be somebody's one, two, or three pick. My first pick is going to be Ellen Ripley, played by Sigourney Weaver. Uh, first played an alien from 1979. How is this off the board? <laughs> this is the strongest female character in any movie. Needless to say, it's a horror movie. Correct, Mike? Mm -hmm. So, what do you mean off the board? Get out of here, you fucking lying That's sack of shit. Said, um... Fuck you. I can think of two other girls, <laughs> two other final girls that could be picked before this. Well, you're not going to get picked by me because you stole my pick. So now I'm going off. Well, now, now, now I'm going now off. Now <laughs> I'm happy. So Ripley, uh, portrayed by Sigourney Weaver, is arguably one of my favorite movie characters of all time. And, and this might be my personal my personal favorite here because the Alien franchise is one of my favorites. I love Sigourney Weaver in the role. It's the role that made her as an actress. She's been in a bunch of other stuff since, but she. This is the the role that made her as an actress. Okay, Alien and Aliens, uh, and the particular role of Ripley, were both very significant in challenging gender roles in horror, science fiction, and action movies because of Sigourney Weaver. Obviously, she initially appears as a warrant officer on the Nostromo in Alien. Anyone who knows me on a personal level knows that uh, I have a special place in my heart for warrant officers. 
course. That's all I'll say. Smiley face. My sister's a warrant officer in the Marine Corps. I love her to death. Spoiler alert. What's up, Megan? <laughs> and also, I mean, in addition to appearing in Alien Aliens, she's appeared in Alien 3, Alien Resurrection. She's appeared in video games, including Aliens, Colonial Marines, Alien Isolation, books, comics, etc. And I think the most interesting thing that I read researching this episode, she was originally supposed to be a male character. But Ridley Scott, who directed the original Alien movie during uh, early production, said, you know what? No. I want to make this a female character. Cool. I couldn't picture it any other way. Could you ever picture this being something else other than Ellen Ripley in this in these movies? I know you... I haven't seen them. You have seen Alien! That's Did the I? most frustrating thing! <laughs> oh my god, I knew you were going to bring that I'm up! I'm just confused. Oh How does one not remember seeing How is one alien? married to me... <laughs> How is and one that's scared of the alien. boogity man not I mean, maybe remember we watching it once? Alien? Maybe I've seen it once. This is the scariest movie <laughs> ever made, and she is the to best you? character in this movie. I remember, maybe I did, maybe once I watched it. It wasn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't do the monster movies. I don't. I I don't. Not a monster okay, movie, going, it's a science science for, for, for time's sake, okay? So uh, Sigourney Weaver earned an Oscar nomination for her role in Aliens, the sequel, which is directed by Ga- James Cameron. James Cameron. Uh, ultimate depiction of a surrogate mother, the way that she takes care of Newt in that movie. Uh, fighting the queen alien at the end of the movie. Fantastic. You must bring me. And she's just Newt. a fucking badass, like most of the other women that we'll talk about in this, uh, in this draft. So that's what I have to say about Ellen Ripley. Anyone else before we move on to the next pick? Andrew, I know she was going to be your first pick. Catherine, anything else? Go ahead. Nothing to say. Just don't lie to me again. <laughs> I'm going off the board with Ellen Ripley from Alien. Oh, big surprise. <laughs> Clearly that's number one. I don't besmirch I mean, you I, for I picking thought, that I, as number I, one. I, I thought the number one pick would be somebody else. So well, I, It's not going to be mine because I could go either way here. Well, you're going. You're no going, one's going to take my pick in the so second you're, round or you're, now. You're so. going too. So, Andrew, uh, it's up to you, buddy. Go ahead. What's your <sighs> second pick in the draft? Well, I always have to be me. Yeah, go so, ahead. I'm going to go with Thomason from the witch. Ooh, wow! I had that way down on my list as a, a, an alternate uh, pick. Alternate pick, okay. but I okay. want it because was Ripley going to be your first pick if Ripley not Thomason? Was my first pick. Okay, okay. But Thomason stuck living with her shitty family yeah. on this shitty farm after getting sick, kicked out of some shitty Puritan town, which I wouldn't want to be alive during the 16, 17, whatever hundreds it was. No. Right. So it's terrible. Not. Go live in the woods. Um, she's essentially a fucking slave for her own family. The kids get... The, the, her brothers and sisters get in trouble. Her fault. Right. She gets all the blame. And what does she do? She becomes the fucking witch of the woods. And she gets her I vengeance love that. on yeah. fucking everybody. I know we talked about she, this when we did the witch episode, but oh. yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's, to me, a female in a horror movie... She had the last fucking laugh. Right. As far as I'm concerned. Now, different. It's more revenge-driven. It's not driven out of... Uh, well, it is driven out of the same need to survive. Like, in slasher movies, like, in order for this final girl to get to the end, it's out of a need to survive. And for Thomason, it's no different. Right. She had a need to survive. How she went about it was a little bit different. Casting upon those dark demons. <laughs> fucking do what you gotta do, girl. And she's so good. And she does an aw- It's just an awesome role that she plays. Uh, <coughs> great actress played it, too. I can't remember her I was going to say, could it, could it have anything to do with the fact that you're in love with Anya Taylor-Joy? Yeah. I mean, she's kind awesome. Of. And she's great in The Queen's <laughs> Gambit. But that role is like, she kills it. And the, to me, that's, she got, she did it. What do you think? Do you have any thoughts on Thomas? No, I, I think know she's we I know awesome. we t- yeah. I liked the whole thing with Black Phillip and with her character yeah. and how she evolved and everything. I think that's I the th- ultimate I mean, again, from a man's perspective, the ultimate empowerment yeah. of a woman to right. be able to make your own choices and do whatever you want to do. Yes. Which is exactly what Thomason does at the end of the witch. So alright. So Ellen Ripley one, Thomason two, Catherine, where are you going three? 
Sydney from Scream. Oh, I knew it was coming. I, <laughs> I knew mean, it was coming. Was it even a question? There is yeah, still no, an absolute, an, an absolute stud at the top of the uh, top of the board right now. Okay, talk to me about Sydney Prescott from Scream. Catherine. Well, I mean, she's the protagonist of the whole movie. She goes on for how many? And you should also after you should also mention that these are your, probably your favorite your right. favorite horror sc- of series of yeah. all time. Right? It's my one of my favorite. I mean, I love Scream. I've watched it a billion times. I can quote every single line in that movie from that mm-hmm. movie and the second one and the third one not as much h2o what, what is it the other not h2o um they have like another that's yeah, a different three? franchise oh that's that's how so sh- uh, so i i have this written down Halloween. so, no, so it's just scr- nev no, campbell who plays Sid- sydney prescott she's in scream scream 2 scream 3 scream, scream 4 and the upcoming right. scream 2022 yes. movie so pretty much every scream movie right. she's in yeah. yes and she's still hanging around Yep. So, I mean, she's the ultimate girl, the final girl, but she escapes death multiple times from a lot of people that don't like her. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. I mean, I grew up watching that movie in the 90s. It's awesome. I love it. It's great. And she's the best. So, from from what I'll say, if, if you don't have anything else that you want to say no. right, for right now. Go ahead. Um, ultimate example of somebody that's easy to root for, right? She's dealing with the loss of her mother, overcoming the aftermath of losing her mother, you know, in a, uh, in a, in a sense that is not necessarily the most wholesome way, mm-hmm. dare we say. Right. Um, it's a big scandal. Dealing with reporters, scandals, all that shit, and dealing with, uh, I would say, <laughs> quote-unquote, untrustworthy boyfriends. Right. Mm. right. Okay? Right? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to imagine anybody else playing Sidney Prescott other than Nev Campbell. Right. And when this movie came out, I was a big fan of Nev Campbell as a teenage boy. Of course. Beautiful. Beautiful woman. Um, she's, and she's aged well, I feel like. She's aged like a fine wine. <laughs> and if I can say, uh, we talked about this on the Scream episode that we did. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. Drew Barrymore was initially cast as Sidney Prescott. Oh, I feel like I remember that, yeah. But uh, scheduling conflicts led to her taking a smaller, but um, arguably as much of an iconic role uh, where she's killed in the opening first scene, which I feel like that's one of the most iconic scenes of a horror movie in the last. When did that movie come out? 96? What is it now? 2021. That's like the last 30, 40 years. I think, like, that has been parodied. Numerous times, and I think Sydney Prescott is a very worthy first round pick. Thank you. I appreciate So, with that, that being said, we are going snake style here. So, that means the cat, oh my God, you have a second again? pick. Go ahead. <gasps> oh, I wasn't ready. Oh, yeah. I wasn't ready. I'm going to go with um, Jessica Beale from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. I mean, I love. love I, I mean, I mean, as a man, I love that Jessica Biel too. That awesome too. But I, I mean, love. I mean, I would have went. You didn't want to go with the original. No, I. I mean, we you just went, talked you about went, the original. You went more with the actress. I yeah, personally, you didn't go with the character. You went with the actress. Personally, I like the newer one because I grew up on that one versus the original. Oh, uh, the original is so grainy and so good. I don't know how you can not like the original. I do li- no. I, I'm not saying that I don't like the original, but I am more familiar. Let's try and not talk about Jessica Biel's chest the entire time. I'm not. That has some valid. I was actually saying that the only reason she likes it is because of Jessica Biel's. I mean, she's well, Jessica, beautiful. She's I mean, a beautiful woman. So I like her as an actress. She's awesome. I thought she did a bang up job, like the entire way through. Like she goes, you know, she plays her character really well, and I thought she made a good final girl. Okay. I actually think that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from, I think it was 2003? Yeah, that's the one was. with her. About? Yeah, that one. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Right. I, I, I was just trying to remember what year it came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, probably one of the better horror remakes of all time. That's yeah. a great remake. It's up there oh with The God, Hills yeah. Have Eyes and Evil Dead remake. Yeah, I yeah. Would I, I'm with you. Same, I'm with you. same echelon. Yes, exactly. And, I mean, she's fantastic in it. I mean, she's obviously <laughs> a very pretty woman. Um, but the plot of the movie is great. This movie takes the stance of not in the Julia Roberts type of way, though. No, like no in the actual no. pretty woman. This movie right. shows you more. So I feel like that's this, a joke. <laughs> this no is the um, <laughs> this is the ultimate example of laugh after versus the first movie. So the first movie describes to you and gives you examples of like what you think you want to see. This movie shows you everything. It's right. much more graphic. But she's very good in it. She's the final girl in it. So I think that's a nice pick. 
Andrew, anything else to comment on about Jessica Biel besides her uh, heaving bosom? She seems like a really nice person. <laughs> she seems like she was a great personality. Love I'm to sure take her out for I'm sure, cotton I'm, candy and I'm around sure a putt putt. I'm sure she's super nice, and that's, that's why she's married um, to Justin Timberlake, the hottest man on earth. Yeah. I, I disagree. I think you should have went with the original. Yeah, well, well hey, you, it's my hey, pick. To me. You still can. I, 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 I picked, I go original over bosoms. Sorry. All right. It's me. Well, fair that's enough. Fine. So, Andrew, uh, in snake draft style... This is now my turn. Back to you. Uh, so Who's going? Way off the board. Wow. Oh. Okay. Not even on your radar. I know it's not even on anybody's radar. I fucking hated this movie so much. I think we all hated this movie. But if we're talking... Oh, my oh, God. Oh, I know who you're going to pick. If we're talking... Best oh final female. Oh my god. Danny you going there? So Mar. Oh my god. It's probably up there, right? Wow. That's but it's right there, yeah. right? Andrew, great it pick. Is. Great yeah, pick. Talk about awesome. fucking king of the fucking castle. Your boyfriend who was a dickhead. Right. The worst. The worst. You, and you're just fucking high as a kite yeah. being carried around as the flower girl. Fucking. Right? You finish oh, it. Like, festival. I don't have much wow. to say about this because I fucking hated this movie. Right. But. But. Uh, yeah, I can. In the yeah. true about, nature of this, bring it down a notch. What? I was going to say, no, no, no. I was going to say, talk about going from the bottom <laughs> right? of the totem oh, pole. Oh, talk about that like just your top. boyfriend cheats you like a bag of shit the whole right. time. He's yeah. a fucking asshole. Oh, he was Nobody awful. wants to date that guy. No. And then you finally just slowly but steady. Slowly but steady. Continues. You become empowered. This cult empowers you. And that's what cults do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's not. It's it's right for her. Right. It's wrong for him. Right. Well, he's a piece of shit, though, yeah. as you said. So. Either way, he deserved what he, he got. He deserved coming. what he got. He yeah. deserved that. And she, while she may not have known what was going on, because she was fucked up, she knew what was going on. Right. And she loved every second of it. And she should have. I'm out there, Jerry. I love her. Oh <laughs> She's God. loving every minute of it. <laughs> so loving every minute I, of it. Uh, so I didn't even have this on my list, Andrew, and I'm so glad you brought it up because she is a perfect example of that. I feel oh. like, you know, like 100%. total total example, and I, I feel like, you know what, like without being like too woke, she is the perfect example of female empowerment in a horror movie. Oh, absolutely. That is now the second right? time that you've said that about my picks. I feel like I am the most You're empowered, so empowered female you in are. here. <laughs> I mean, and I say that because like we don't usually talk like political stuff on this show, but no, I feel like like when we're talking about this, we're talking about this topic, this. I feel like it has to come up, right? So like the I, I think the best part of Midsommar was arguably the first 10 minutes when you see what happens to her family and what she has to overcome to get to where she is. Right. And I think that that is a, a running theme and probably a lot of the, the women that we're going to talk about in this episode, that they have to overcome a lot. And arguably, nobody has had to overcome more than her in that movie. Nobody. Yeah. Well, what a horrible somebody. situation. What an awful situation. Wow. What an awesome... Good pick, Andrew. No, but she is. Great I hate pick. the movie, but she fucking pick. fits the fucking bill. She does. Okay. Anything else? That is all, because... I don't even like that. Movie, oh my so. god! I cannot <laughs> believe this pick is falling wow. to me at the first pick of the uh, second round, or uh, excuse me, the uh, last pick of the second round. Oh my god! Because I am gonna pick uh, Laurie Strode, no, paid by next. Jamie Lee Curtis, originally in Halloween from 1970. Guess who's not going off the board? Mike. Me. <laughs> I'm not going off the board. I'm going off my board. I can't believe it. I have a couple picks that might go off the board, but uh, oh my god. I mean, Jesus, to get Ripley at one and then Laurie Strode at two. Yeah. My god, she's been kicking ass since 1978. She's appeared in all of these all Halloween of films, okay? Not all of them. Not all of them. Oh, wait. Season of Halloween. Lunch, no? right. Halloween 2. Halloween H2O, 20 years later, which right. is the worst titled movie of all time. That was, the, yeah, I'm excited. Halloween Resurrection. Halloween 2018, which uh, already came out, and then the the, one uh, the ones that are coming out, Halloween Kills and Great. Halloween Ends. She's in all of those movies. Yeah. And uh, the last three movies, Halloween 18, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends, she's a grandmother for Christ's sake, and right. she's still, still kicking, kicking ass, which is just so off. awesome. And I think, like, fenced you know, it just, <laughs> the way that she's portrayed in the first movie is very, like, you know, wide-eyed. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, very much naive, 
a young girl, which is funny because she wasn't the original choice. We talked about this during the Halloween did, episode. Yeah. She wasn't the original choice for Laurie Strode. And she was initially a stunt casting because she's the daughter of Janet Lee, who played the female protagonist in Psycho. Right. So she was a stunt casting. And now she's gone on, Jamie Lee Curtis has gone on to become one of the most iconic female scream queens, if not the most, right. of all time, which is incredible. Um, it's just It's just insane to me that, you know... That she's still there when I picked her. I can't Are we left it for you on purpose? Because no, only, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, 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 no. Only, only, only anybody for me. No, no. Only you can talk about it with such fervor. Right. It is meant for you fervor. to pick this person. Fair enough. I'm not gonna ruin it. All right. and Pick that. All right. Jesus. <laughs> that. Nice fervor. Well, I mean, I, I <laughs> just think you know, obviously, like her role. She obviously, like in the first couple of movies, especially Halloween 1 and in Halloween 2018, she kind of takes on like the surrogate mother role. She's the babysitter. It's a world without adults. The only adult you see in Halloween, aside from Dr. Loomis, is the uh, police chief who's Annie's dad. And they're not involved in any of the story. So it's essentially Jamie Lee Curtis running the show for all the people that she's babysitting. She is essentially the, the virgin one, right? So if you had to stereotype it, She's not drinking, not doing drugs. All of her friends are, and she's right. the last one to survive, and she's still fighting Michael Myers to this day. And I think Laurie Strode, I mean, there's a reason that Jamie Lee Curtis is, uh, is, is as iconic as she is today, and it's because of her initial role in Halloween yeah, and the way she continues to act today in the new Halloween movies. So I am very happy to get fucking. And guess what? You get to Jamie go again Lee now. Curtis as Laurie, Scro- Laurie Strode in Halloween. So I'm getting another one. Let's go. Okay. All right. So in true snake draft form, my third pick is coming right now. It's from a 2019 movie called Ready or Not. Ooh, good pick. Good pick. And my choice is Grace Ladomas. Who is played by uh, Samara Weaving? Who kind of looks like Margot Robbie? Actually, she does. Uh, <laughs> does she? Oh yeah, she actually—I know who you're talking about. She yeah, does. Yeah. She does. Just she does. like her. Right. Um, so if you haven't seen Ready or Not, Ready or Not is a very good movie that came out in 2019. I actually had it was one of my like four or five probably best movies from that year. Uh, but that movie follows a character called Grace, who's played by Samara Weaving, who is a newlywed hunted by her spouse's family as part of a wedding night ritual. So that's the description. Andrew, have you seen this movie? I haven't, actually. Okay, no. Kat, it's I know a- you watch it with me. Yes. Right? So I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I'll stay spoiler-free for you here, Andrew, because it's a movie that you need to watch. It's a good movie. She might be my favorite of this group because she is so much of an underdog the entire time. You can't help but root for her uh, like her character, the whole movie, and it's a star-making turn for Samara Weaving. Her story is so satisfying because, uh, to go back to what I mentioned earlier about uh, many final girls having often come from implied moral superiority, right? Right. This girl comes from a rough background and is marrying into a family of scumbag elites, douchebags, you know, rich assholes. She grew up poor. She's running around at the end of the movie in her tattered wedding dress trying to defend herself. And there's an iconic final shot of her sitting on the front steps of a burning mansion smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And I think that this movie makes her a star. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. I love it. Awesome movie. Great ending, which I won't spoil because you haven't seen it. You need to watch it. She is a fantastic final girl. Yeah, she really is. That's a good For, you know, and, and like, you know, like when you look at like the definitions of like the final girl, right? It's like, you know, X, Y, Z. She is kind of the polar opposite of that in most senses. And I think that makes me root for her even more. So I'm going to say uh, Samara Weaving and Ready or Not is my third pick. Which means that we are going back snake style to Andrew. Huh. 
What you got, brother? I'm going to go with Adelaide from Us. Nice. Played by Lupita Yango. Okay. Nice. All right. I, I thought that was going to be your pick. Yep. Just seems right. Like, you want to talk about starting from the bottom? Yeah. Like, Started she from the bottom now, yeah. was stolen from her family as a child. Yep. Sent down to this underground world where... Spoiler alert. She could... I mean, Did, oh, we seen, didn't do Us yet, have we? We haven't done Us, no. Who or Ready or Not. Or, or most of these movies, so it's a fine. Yeah, yeah, so spoiler. But yeah, I mean, she's... Every, like, she's a strong woman that takes herself from the worst possible situation and becomes successful, strong, and uses all of that to defeat anything that comes in her way. She's... It's, it's, and it's also it's like an awesome movie. It's probably one of my top like horror movies in the last ten years. Yeah. So that kind of had a little bit of influence on it, but I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Because I That's fair. spoil it otherwise. <clears throat> no? You don't like that pick? No, I like that oh, pick. Okay, as, as I mentioned uh, in a prior episode, she is like... A She's l- awesome. Lupita Nyong'o's performance as that character is... Probably one of the best horror performances of the last ten years. Oh, I don't even think it's phenomenal. close. Phenomenal. The fact that she didn't get nominated for an Academy Award is criminal. She was great. That's horseshit. That movie's fantastic. So I'm with you. She was great, and and I think the, you know, the arc of her story is very good. I think it's very uh, depressing, <laughs> but in the same sense, very good. And uh, yeah, it's kind of insane. That uh, I, we hopefully we see a sequel to this movie. Yeah, yeah, I'd love. To, oh, yeah. I'd love to see that. I don't know what you would do, but it'd be good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, Cat, to you for two picks in a row. So because we're gonna go four here. We're gonna go four. We were, we were initially gonna do three. We're gonna do four. So Cat, to you for two. My next is Sarah from The Descent. <laughs> oh, you fucker! Oh, god damn it! I might even pick two of yours. I might even pick the next one that you want to do after that. Okay, go ahead. She's an awesome final girl because she, again, has a terrible story where, you know, she was in a car accident, her girlfriends, her husband died, and her girlfriends are taking her out for a weekend, and she's this kind of, like, broken person that is, like, convinced into doing all this stuff with these other friends, finds out that, like, her friend had like that she's on like can i we already talked about the descent we did the descent yeah. in the episode yeah right so she finds out obviously one of the girls that is she's with like was with her husband mm-hmm. and like just like evolves into this like angry she was like this timid kind of person and then all of a sudden evolves into this like angry like crazy person badass badass who's like killing these monsters underground like there's that shot with her getting out of like the blood that she just like became this yep empowered individual who like was not anything like that person when she first started and i think she's an awesome character like an awesome final girl and her evolution through that movie is great she's a badass so she was going to be my next pick and i mean jesus talk about overcoming trauma this girl um andrew i know you hate this girl one no, but hey, any, oh, fuck you. I, I'm offering thoughts on uh, oh. on Sarah yeah. from The Descent. Oh, I think she... I know you hate this girl, but hey, fuck you. Uh, loses her child, loses her husband, or no good goddamn cheating husband, right? Goes on to be the biggest badass of the entire movie, The Descent, just for reference. Uh, absolutely kills the shit out of, out of all the uh, cave-dwelling humanoids, the crawlers, which is what their names are. Yeah. And uh, leaving her cheating, disloyal bitch of a friend to die. Because fuck Juno. Right. I know you're on Juno's side, Andrew. <laughs> fuck Juno. <laughs> and uh, Juno was I will agree with my so. wife here. The shot of her slowly coming out of the Blood bloody water, water when she her head slowly Ugh. comes out. Iconic. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're right. Anything else? Got anything else you want to say? No? No, you guys said enough. All right, Kat. Yeah, another next pick. Another pick. Ready? Yep. Net picks. Dana from Cabin in the Woods. You just went straight off that list, huh? Yeah, I did. I picked my list. Messing with it. No, I mean the list. Oh, and this one's already picked. Um, 
Because she, like, you know, the whole story with... We did Cabin in the Woods, too. Um, we did. Long time ago. I loved that they played the same kind of rules and stuff that, mm-hmm. in a sense, like, that they mentioned, Jamie Kennedy mentions in Scream, where you have, like, the virgin, the jock, the... the um, the, I, f- I forget all the... Uh, now I'm going to sound like an idiot, but they have all the different categories of people. So, like... Virgin, jock, slut... Virgin. Uh, what else? Uh, I mean, it's... Pro- like, that's, that's like... Whatever. W- w- yeah, go ahead. So, she's I obviously sent from... Like, from the beginning of the movie, she's meant to be the final girl. Yeah. Even though, technically, she kind of dies, but when she dies... And Sigourney Weaver is also in that, Yeah, too. she is. She's also not a virgin, right? But so, is the most virgin esque of, of all the characters, all the characters right? Right. Yeah. So there's that too. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. but I, wasn't Sigourney Weaver at one point said like we we do with like we work with the best that we can get, like, right? <laughs> right. Right. That's why Cabin in the Woods is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and her character is just like kind of it's in the same sense. She evolves through the entire movie, and she turns out to be this like badass person who's just like trying. She's in survival mode at the end. Oh, two good picks. Oh, my God. So T- she's my honorable picks. mention. Two yeah. good picks. No, that, no, oh, that's... Sorry, that, fourth that's, pick. Yeah, fourth pick. Oh, and yeah, then we have another four. one after that? Um, no, just Yeah, because Andrew has one more, and I have one more, and then I we no, have honorable, honorable mentions after that. So, yeah, oh, so that's, your, that's your final that's pick. That's my final pick. Yes, yep. correct. All right. Dana. Andrew, go ahead. I'm going to go with uh, Stephanie from uh, The Stepfather, eight, 1987. Ever seen The Stepfather? I told you to watch Yes, I have. Good, mm-hmm. weird movies. Guys is clearly like a Ted Bundy type so character. Michael, Michael Keaton? No. He's actually the... Remember in the first season of Castle Rock, the warden? Yes. That guy. Okay. Okay. He's the stepfather. So he basically kills his own family, changes his identity, moves on, finds a widow marries her, becomes the stepfather, and then he just continues this trend of just murdering people. Sure. Basically, but, um, so he becomes the stepfather of this girl named Stephanie, and she figures out who he really is, bucks him, ends up killing him in the end. Maybe not actually killing him, because there's more than one stepfather, so he survives, but she's just a badass, like, she doesn't just let him just do what he wants like the other ones did and they all died. Like, she actually bucks him and figures out who he is, doesn't trust him, realizes he's full of shit, and then almost kills him in the end. Nice. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a stepfather too, so if there wasn't going to be a stepfather too, maybe he would have died, but I don't know. She's pretty good. I like that movie, underrated movie. And I said, fuck it, I don't know what else I'm going to go with. So Okay. Great. So that's your fourth and final that's pick? my fourth and final pick. <laughs> okay. So, this is truly off the board. I hope so. So, I am going to go with... Oh, I'm between two people right now. This is going to be so tough. I'm going to roll with Heather Donahue from the Blair Witch Project from 1999. I like it. But doesn't it suggest that she dies? I mean, she's technically a final girl. She's right? the final girl. Right. She's the last one that dies because right. she's the last one screaming in the house. But um, I feel like in the Blair Witch Project, she's kind of presented in, in the beginning of the movie, which is a movie that we've yet to cover, which we should cover, by the way. I'm telling you that right now. We should do it. I'll have to actually watch the entire movie. What? you never seen the Blair Witch Project? Not the whole thing. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, it's awesome. Oh, I'm sure wow. it's great. Jesus I should Christ. watch it. Yeah. Um... So she is presented <laughs> in the beginning of the movie as this kind of like, you know, stuck up, like uppity bitch, right. almost kind of a little bit. And at the end of the movie, she is the main character. And there's obviously the most iconic scene, the most iconic scene in found footage horror of all time, where she is essentially looking at the camera, crying, and telling everybody that she's sorry for everything and blah 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 she makes that movie without her that movie goes nowhere right 
the other two characters in the movie. Obviously, something happens know. to them, Andrew. I I, I, I don't need to know. I, can't I know that never seen the Blair Witch the whole Project. Thing. I know the fucking story, so okay. you can spoil this right. movie. That but came out nineteen. The last <laughs> shot of the movie, she's walking into something that she's not supposed to be walking into. It's like a witch's fucking den, you and see. she sees something. But she is an iconic character, and I think that she is a good final girl. Yeah. Even though she doesn't survive. She's the last girl standing. Everybody else Well, that's is, what it means. Final yeah. girl, final yeah. girl. Last right. girl standing. Final girl. So I'm going Heather Donahue here. Good for Heather. All right. She made it to a list, finally. I'm happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps it up for the draft. Does That's a wrap. Does everybody remember their teams? Oh, I know that I have yes. the number one team. All right, Andrew, what's your team? Thomason. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, Danny. Midsomar. Number three, wow. Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Number four, Christine, or whatever the fuck her name is, Remember. from uh, The Stepfather. It's a good mm-hmm. movie. I liked it. Solid. Stephanie? Stephanie? I think it was Stephanie. It wasn't Christine. Okay. With an S. <laughs> She was good, too, though. So, for my team, I had uh, Ellen Ripley, one overall from the Alien franchise. Then I also had at number two, Laurie Strode from the Halloween franchise. And then, in addition to that, I also had Grace Ladomas from uh, Ready or Not, uh, the 2019 movie. And then I had Heather Donahue from uh, the Blair Witch Project. Catherine, who did you have? I had Sydney from Scream. Okay. Jessica Biel from Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Sarah from The Descent, okay. and Dana from Cabin in the Woods. You know what I think? Those last two rounds, and I, and great, I, great picks for you. Don't like absolute good. steals, steals. So uh, I think it's time for honorable mentions here. I have a few before you guys go on with yours. If you had any, do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I got two. So I had um, <laughs> this is this is one I I actually almost picked my last pick. Uh, Anna Faris in Scary Movies 1 through 3. I thought oh, she was nice. great. Good pick. Great. Uh, Tree Glebman in uh, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Yep. Great I'm sorry. character. What the fuck is her name? Tree Glebman. So, like, T R E E? Tree. Glebman. Glebman. Yeah. Oh, awful name. Then I also had, uh, <laughs> I also had, I also had Dana from the uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Uh, I have Jamie from It Follows as one. Ooh, we one. Uh, didn't talk about really that. Really good one. Wow. And uh, my final one, which I thought nobody would bring up, was Thomason from The Witch, which of course Andrew, because he loves Anya Taylor Joy. First round, <laughs> big yep. son. Yep, that's what I had. Anybody else have anything? Um, Obviously, there's the the girls from uh, Friday the Thirteenth and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you got Hellraiser. Leprechaun. Yep. Yeah, you got Christy Cotton from Hellraiser, who mm-hmm. would have been one of my yep, picks. Yep. You also have. Uh, I was going to uh, say it's not a it's not a, uh, a horror movie, needless to say, but yep. it's uh, uh, Wait Until Dark with Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> mm. She plays a blind girl. Burglars going into her. I apartment. was today years old when I learned how much you yeah. loved Audrey Hepburn. I did not know that. <sighs> Audrey, Fair if enough. you're out there, why don't we have a conversation? Oh my god! Just um, can we probably talk dead. About, uh, Most likely, so I think like well dead. Sydney is technically like a final girl, but um, Gail Weathers also lives. Gail Weathers is also a very nice choice. So I saw her on a couple of lists that I was looking at when I was researching this episode, and I think she's she would have been equally a good choice. Right, yeah, because she's yeah. like, the next one, she's like, I got stabbed. Like, <laughs> She lives. She also evolves as a character from through Scream 1 through yeah. the Scream series, yep. and I think, like, Courtney Cox does a good job portraying oh, her. Oh, yeah, and I she think, does awesome. Yeah, great, great character, great yeah. character. Two Scream picks. Yeah. Well, honorable mention doesn't really um, Also, by the way, since we talked about Fear Street a couple of, couple of episodes ago, um, <laughs> just so you know, on the Wikipedia page for uh, Final Girls... The girls from the three Fear Street movies were all mentioned as Ooh. final girls. Yeah, um, that's good too. From the first one, terrible. Probably the worst <laughs> final girl in any movie. Talk about getting everybody fucking murdered for your own bullshit. She should have died and everyone else should have just lived. 
their own lives. Um, so you haven't seen all three of them, but I would say the redheaded girl at the end of the third one. Yep. She's the one from a very, she's very good she's one. No, no, no. The second one. Yeah, um, she's in the second one, but the adult version of her in the third in one. In the third one, yeah. That's the one I'm talking about, yeah. Worth watching. Oh, yeah. That, oh, Andrew, absolutely. Good? Oh, absolutely. Oh, actually good. You're absolutely. Not just, you're not no, no, no. no. Leg. I liked it, too. You're not Andrew. pulling old not Andy's leg like here. anything that I Andrew, like, they're all, they're all good. <laughs> they're all good. They're all good. I hope so, for your sake. Give it a, give it a watch. Do something. You, too. Any final thoughts? Anything on the final girl situation in horror movies? Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? I think we've drafted well. Real quick, I they we drafted draft well. It was. It's nice when you win. I'm so glad that I won. Oh my god, Andrew! I can't believe that you I won. Clearly, did not I didn't win. realize that I was going to win. But when you really look <laughs> at it, speech? I did win. <laughs> I thank everyone for you winning. You're thanking the Academy for this? I am. you did not win at oh, all. 100%. I won. Take it to the streets. Whatever that means. I'm just going to assume that I didn't win because I'm the girl in here. But I am technically the final girl, right? You won, more than, An- you won more than Andrew did. Oh, Andrew get out of here. Mine <laughs> is so much better <laughs> than yours. Talk about empowered women. Mine's full of them. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we're all, they're all empowered. <laughs> they're all empowered in different ways. That's correct. That's correct. So I think we all win, right? No. Nah. Women. Yeah. You know who wins? Nah. Women. Women won Women the night. won. Women won the night. The night was won by women. <laughs> We're all very impressed. Well, if anyone is qualified to say whether or not we won the evening, it's Kat. So yes. what do you think? Oh, I think this was awesome. This was yeah. great. I loved all the picks. It was all very different. It was. Andrew had Andrew picks. Mike had classic Mike picks. I had my slasher Cat 90s picks. cats picks. You definitely had cat picks like, tonight. Absolutely. I mean, we were all pretty basic. Is she not going to pick Scream? I mean, I, I, I'd be so I didn't pick that with any pick because I wanted to leave it for her. So Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So anyway, if you're uh, interested in following more of what we have to say on social media, here's where you can find us on the following social media platforms, including uh, first... First and foremost, on our website, ahhpod.com. You can also search for us on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for America's Hometown Horror. You'll find us. You can also find us on Twitter, at Hometown Horror, and on Instagram, at Hometown Horror Pod. And if you're so inclined, you can shoot us a, you can drop us a line at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find our show pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, but more specifically on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. My name is Mike. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. We've appreciated your support. Tune in next week for another episode. Say goodbye to your listeners, folks. Bye. Adios, muchacho. A vote for Andrew is a vote for America. Oh, my gosh. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Nice. Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.